Can you hear yourself okay? Yeah. Check, check, check. One, I can. Two. It's right, nice cool. to be able to just move the mic over closer to you. you right. Know? <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Get more space. It's like the fucking candle. Ugh. Yeah, those last ones in my room were a little cramped. <laughs> yeah. But we made it work. I mean, even like over there, I feel like this is the most space I've seen designated, you know, to. Right. To it. Now that Cole's gone. It's kind of nice. We'll just have it. <laughs> not that, but like having the kind of designated space. Right. It is kind of yeah. taking up taking up Cole's old spot. Where his yeah, where his office was. Yeah. His desk was like right, right here. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That. We're not sitting over there. But yeah, you can sit on the couch and watch Cole work. Right. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it was it was fun, kind of rearranging the stuff, getting the stuff set up. But mm-hmm. definitely, I feel like always moving in. Yeah, moving into different places, moving like into different areas, and you're gonna get a little bit of a different vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, even. Even just if you're changing, like, a room Mm -hmm. or something simple. Or you're, like, putting a desk somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to, I don't know, you kind of, you always got to think about where you're going to put stuff. (laughs) Especially when you're dealing with wires, cords, outlets. You need to take note of, like, outlets in terms of, you know, how long your cords are to hook up to your equipment. All that bullshit. (laughs) All this stuff that you don't really necessarily like think about. It's pretty dumb. But then when you're doing it, you're like, oh, yeah, I should probably think about that again. <laughs> right. Like, we should just have wireless energy at this point. Come on. That would be sick. Why not? Well, we could. Why not? I mean, batteries. <laughs> right. But, like, but, but like everything. You have to replace wired. them. Right. Yeah. Something later there. Yeah, I mean, batteries, it's wireless. Yeah, but I mean, like... Not everything is battery-powered, though. Tapping into energy that's already moving around in here, and, like, harnessing it. Yeah. Just, like, funneling it into whatever mm-hmm. device you need, just, like, by tapping into, like, a field of energy would be ideal. Like a grid of, <sighs> like... Or, like... Not like a grid. You, um, you don't want any physical things. You want something sending out the energy or the energy that already exists. Just being harnessed. Right. Because I'm pretty sure there's just electrical energy floating around it. Like electromagnetic energy. Magnetism. Just everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. You can just like... From ca- like the sun. You can just like capture it. Yeah. Isolate it. And put it and like adapt it. I mean, it's kind of like solar power, to. right? Like uh, what you're saying. Because like the sun, kinda. when the sun shines, <laughs> that's producing like... What I forget the spec, right. the whatever the scientific term is for the spectrum, but mm-hmm. it's just the spectrum of light that you know I gets turned though, into like, energy. But it's kind of like it's hard. I know it's hard to to uh, to like do solar. Mm-hmm. Like it takes kind of like <clears throat> a lot of investment and I think storage. It's you don't get a lot of actual like energy. You need a lot of surface area to actually get a substantial amount of energy. You know? Yeah. And so with more surface area, you get more energy, a more reasonable amount. But it costs a lot more to get more surface area, and you need the actual surface area to put it on, you know? 
Right. I'm thinking right. more like that's why California and like the West Coast is filled with like solar. I know. Right. Like there's they a lot more. A lot of sun. There's a lot more solar over there. They definitely get more direct sunlight too. Mm-hmm. So it's like and it's not really rainy that much. You know what I'm saying? At least in the summer. Yeah, it doesn't really rain ever. There's very little precipitation in that state, at least in mm-hmm. the south southern part, that whole area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting to think what like the evolution of our energy can like of our energy consumption and like the ways that we harness it, like those forms of technology. It's going to be interesting to see how those kind of evolve over time in like our lifetime, mm-hmm. because. Um, I would say a lot of things are right now are like at the cusp of uh, kind of being, what's the word, like mass adopted. Like we have all of these kind of, I feel like humans have figured out a lot of, a lot of like crazy high level uh, technology for harnessing energy, like mm-hmm. very um, efficient and just like, you know, just our level of harnessing tech of energy right now is pretty insane with like some forms of technology, pretty unique forms. But I think the trouble that we've kind of run into is like being able to implement it on like a wide, on like a large scale, having it be like reasonably priced and being able to like, I don't know. Yeah. It's very difficult. I mean, we just haven't hit that like inflection point yet, but I think we're like, pretty close you know one of the things that i said i was saying on that documentary i watched today was about how it like it's great that we've gotten to where we're at now with the way that we have consumed energy through fo- like uses of fossil fuels etc but like if we don't use that as like A way to positively affect where we're going, we'll lose it because we've like abused it, you know. Mm. But like, we need it to make it to the next step, right? So it's like, don't make it a villain. Realize that like it's been beneficial, but we need to take the step forward or we will lose it, and then we won't be able to use it as a possible advantage into getting to that next step. You know, you kind of go backwards and like you're, <laughs> you got to get back to it somehow. Like, where are you talking like about the like fusion <clears throat> mm-hmm. or like yeah. nuclear? Yeah. But yeah. And just like how it's like, I don't know. I know there's a lot of pushback with those types of, right. Um, Types of like, uh, I don't know, those those type those fields of science, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you just I guess it was saying, you know, you got to think like there's an opportunity. Like we can't, no, I just we can't like, ignore it. I we feel can't like ignore a, yeah, it. Yeah, a lot right. of people are just like the you know the the fact that we use fossil fuels is so bad. We need to change, and then they don't think about like the way that the use of fossil fuels has gotten us to where we're at which has given us the benefit to make the decision to realize that it is right. in need of a change. So it's like, it's not really bad. You just need to now figure out how to make it work. And a lot of the Use world, to your advantage. Yeah, a lot of the world still <laughs> uses fossil fuels as like, you yeah. know, their main, um, 
their na- name main form of energy it comes from fossil fuels a lot of the world still so you can't just it seems you can't just abandon it at like yeah. the drop of a hat it's something that has to take hold over uh, society over like decades you know yeah hopefully just, we can get there and just a gut feeling to me tells me that like our universe kind of runs on an electromagnetic like mm-hmm. force right that like is actively like vibrating and moving and resonating through everything mm. and like being able to understand that i think is going to unlock some of the things we need to figure out for right. like renewable energy because there are so many unknowns about you know yeah space and the universe and how how it all came to be and just like what yeah. you know what's what what all of you know just observing the the um the visible universe uh like is taking all that in mm-hmm. is absolutely like perplexing mm-hmm. to any human and like just thinking yeah it's it's yeah I, I totally agree like when you think about it like there's definitely some there's some way in which the universe like it moves it just it lives and it acts through there's an energy that just yeah like, like everything you know mm-hmm. i think it's i think it's a lot i feel like electro electromagnetism magnetism like mm. forces between the parts of an atom are pretty like powerful and they seem to run everything but like what makes them run <clears throat> what like why does it run that way what's causing it to do that mm-hmm. that's the question of like with no answer right like there's all these theories like what's stuff. the reasoning behind it you're saying like what why mm-hmm. why are just like why why are they there mm-hmm. thing. yeah we can observe what it is but we don't we know why it is and everything's made out of it you know <laughs> like i like that you part of that kind of like documentary where they're talking about how like when you observe it when you observe these um these electrons Mm -hmm. and stuff it's like you're observing it but it's not actually there Mm -hmm. they were talking about how when you like look at the particle Mm -hmm. it's popping in and out of like whatever this reality is and so like when you when you observe it it's just at the same time it's just kind of gone so there's nothing to Mm -hmm. like record or like data to make of it (laughs) it's kind of like an anonymous it it almost sounded like an anomaly and they described i know they Mm -hmm. had some explanation for what was going on in terms of like what like those top scientists could make of it yeah one of the good analogies is the is like they did with you know if you had a 10 megabyte photograph of this cup right but like you took the picture as i was sliding the cup Mm -hmm. it would get you a still image of the cup right it'd be pretty sharp you could zoom in on it but if you slid the cup again at the same time taking a video and the video was the same 10 megabytes right and you went to the frame of where the cup was in the same part of the video and zoomed in it would be extremely blurry and fuzzy Pixelated. and it's because mm-hmm. 
when you're trying to observe something in motion, it like you can tell its direction, but not definition of what it what it is or what it's doing or where it is. You just can tell that it's a moving in a direction. Right. When you're looking for, is it moving in a direction? Video. Because you're like, just taking a snapshot of something. If you take a motion. still shot, you're mm-hmm. able to observe it, but you have no clue of what direction it's moving because it's just a still image. So there's really no reference as to any directional movement of the object in the frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. So it's, you can't like. It's really weird. You can't know <laughs> an electron's position exactly and where it's moving mm-hmm. at the same time. You can look at both separately, but that doesn't. There's like the gap and like, but like we know it's there too, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's provably there because we, in whatever chamber they were doing those experiments in, like the super high res, fucking camera they must have, like it's, we can see it, we can observe it, so it's, I mean, it's there. (laughs) I saw this thing. It was funny today on Instagram. It was like a, just like a science meme. Mm Mm-hmm. And it said something like how fast things were moving today or whatever. And it was like Earth 600 kilometers or something. And then it had like the solar system moving like 4,000 whatever. And then Mm -hmm. the Milky Way moving like 6,000 whatever distances kind of. Light years per second. That the galaxy is moving vast distances. But it made me think about like the relativity of that, where if we're in the Milky Way and it's moving 6,000 whatever in a day, we're also moving 6,000 with it. But why are we, why and how is our distance uh, observation for our own planet then such a low number? It's like, do, would, you, are you, do, would, you, would you not account for the fact that you're also moving then with the galaxy you're in? It's not just leaving you behind? You know what I'm saying? Kind of. Like, if you're <laughs> in a car, yeah. if you're driving in a car and you move I mean, 10 feet, right. and the car also moves 10 feet, right. and the thing that, you say your car is parked in a bus, and the bus is also moving 10 feet. So it's all, it's all the same. Yeah, it's relative. So for them to say that the Earth moved this short distance mm-hmm. in a day, but the Milky Way moved this vast distance in a day, doesn't add up to me? Because if we're with it, moving with it, how could it move mm. further than us? Because it's bigger? Like we would move the exact same distance. It just appears to us, based from our perspective, that we move the short distance because we can't tell that that massive distance, everything around us that's close to us moved with the big yeah, one. I know what you're you saying. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's kind weird. Of, yeah. I mean, I think it's like, I think also probably maybe cause it's like mass has something to do with it. Like the, you know, a galaxy mm-hmm. is just like so massive. Mm-hmm. And then compared to like our solar system. So it's, it, that's got to have something to do with it where it's just moving moving through so much space at such a large scale you know mm-hmm. when we're observing it from our solar system like i don't know how the fuck they must calculate 
how fast it's actually moving, but <clears throat> so this one dude, it's it seems like that might have something to do with it. But yeah, I think it's all relative. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's it it is just it's what we like. It's what's around us. Right, right. That's and weird. If you try and take all of that into account in your day to day life, like you're you're not gonna get anything done. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. But it is it is interesting to think about. Like, I have thought about that sometimes. Just kind of hanging around, like looking up, looking up at the sky, just thinking, like, man, right here looking up at your our our Earth is just like spinning so fast right now, and that looks like kind of like hanging on. People represent like plasma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an interesting like plasma. Mm-hmm. It's like heated. It's like super heated element. <laughs> it's plasma. Right. Isn't it weird we have plasma in us? <laughs> yeah, is that you the can same? Donate, pla- donate is that plasma. The same? I don't think that's the same plasma. <laughs> I know. I, I, I always I wondered. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't it think is. it is. I think it's this. It I've could be. I've never donated plasma, but I've had a lot of friends have who have. Have you? I donated plasma. Yeah, yeah for a while. What does it look like? Uh, it's like it kind of looks like pee, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I know it's like kind of like gold, a weird, weird like, color. It depends. Everybody has different plasmas. It's weird. Like yeah. some people have like creamy looking plasma some people Ugh. have somewhat more clear looking plasma it's kind of weird thinking about it but you know it's not like that big of a deal your body yeah. just runs it back right like pumps it back through if anything in my opinion it's kind of good for your body because it just like gets that reproduction like in a good like a workout almost mm. you know it's not like stagnant i can see that just rejuicing getting some new plasma up in there yeah, I mean, I, around. I, I wouldn't do it for like super long, like 10 years or more. That's going to be like, sometimes that could be excessive, but did it for like two. You think, do they not three? recommend that? <clears throat> I have no idea. It's just, I didn't yeah. do it. I just felt like, no, like that's not something I want to do a long time. Yeah. I but mean, it was fine to do it. It felt good. It's not something, I mean. I, I know a I lot of people are, you know, benefiting from it too. Right, like, right. It's definitely a good thing to do. Yeah. You know, the people who, who need it, it's. Getting poked with needles, though. Fuck that. Yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, it's not that bad, but yeah. still, it's just kind of uncomfortable. It can be weird watching it, yeah. Yeah. Try not to watch it. Just yeah. kind of, like, <laughs> let it happen. But it doesn't, like, hurt. It's just, like, you know that you can feel a needle in your body. Yeah. yeah. When I had my appendix <laughs> my appendix ruptured in high school, mm-hmm. I, had, uh, I had to stay in the hospital for, like, two weeks. And they ran Damn. out. Of, they ran out of places to put IVs. <laughs> I had like twenty-one different IVs. They, Jesus. they had gone into like arms, both arms, like back of hands. Wait, like and the I, they're just like the IV bags with like I the think drip. Legs. They, they just like yeah. drip nutrients into you and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and like medicine and stuff. Because you I had twenty-one of those things going into you. No, like <laughs> you would run on one, and then like eventually that vein becomes like exhausted, so you oh, have to yeah. switch. You can't just keep one oh. IV if you're in for a long time. And so I they had poked you up like twenty. Yeah, dude, I had like poison and shit in my body, you know, from like the appendix rupturing. Oh, it was like killing me essentially from the inside. So they had to like. Give me a bunch of shit and clean me out and keep me. Were you passed out the whole time? No, I would like wake up and be laying in bed for days. I lost a bunch of weight and got really fatigued. Like, yeah, just had to rehab was was good. 
but, Damn. but the needles thing was weird. Yeah, I think the that sounds. I remember yeah, the last. Yeah, that sounds extremely like. Got to the point they were gonna put stressful. One, they were gonna put one in the back of my knee, and I was like, um, oh, <laughs> thankfully it was close. So I was leaving. So oh my god. To, Back of your knee. Yeah, it was like the next vein that was. I would have been like, yo, <laughs> make, just, like just make me days pass or out. Thirteen days or like, whatever. Come on, bro. Oh dear lord. It was weird, dude. The my body's like kind of tingling right now thinking yeah. about that. Personal information. I think it was like a week, week and a half. I don't know how long it was. I just can't imagine. Like, I don't know. That would that would give me anxiety. Just knowing, like, oh god, I'm gonna have to get another drip. The in like a day, you know, I'm gonna have to get poked up. Just mm-hmm. knowing, like, ah, oh, all right, I'm gonna have to every morning for like had to have a, cat- a week and a half. I had to have a catheter in for like two or three days at the same thing, uh, same time. It was just like big, like it sucked. It was horrible. It's like in the hospital, it's bad. It hurts super bad, right? Yeah, uh, no, the, you don't really know it's in there because oh. you wake up from surgery and it's in You're there. Just like, but when they pull it out, you feel it come out, like. From deep and you're like it's all oh, in your god. body. Oh god! <laughs> it just pulls out and you just feel like a tube pull out of your body. All right. Oh, I had to have that same same experience. The one where it goes down your nose and into your stomach. Really? Yeah, and dude, that one's horrible. That's the That's worst work. one because you're wide awake, alert, and you're getting like a tube strung down back of your throat. It feels like you need to gag and throw up, right? And I feel it like go down in your stomach. And then when they pulled out, is that for food? Girls, no, I think it's to like breathe, get food out. What was it even for? Um, acid and reflux, maybe. Uh, Yeah, it's for something. I don't know. Food and food out. It's not like they put it in. They put it all the way down in your stomach. I think it was something. Yeah, because you're like when you go through that kind of stuff, especially in that area, like with the whole appendix thing. It's like. Your appendix ruptured. Like you're, yeah. uh, you don't shit for a while because your like whole system down there gets fucked up. And I think then if you're eating food or sustaining a bunch of liquid, maybe your stomach fills up, but it has nowhere to go because your bowel movements don't like want to cooperate. And mm. so I think maybe that was what the nose thing was for. I forget, dude. It was kind of all blur because it was just like the weirdest thing. You're gonna like. That's crazy, bro. Your appendix doesn't do anything, does it? <clears throat> Not that I know of. Right. I think my brother got his. Most people can you just go in and get it out, and it, you're like back in a day or two. Because yeah, I don't it doesn't. Think it doesn't really, I, don't I think, think it, our bodies like evolved to have no need for it anymore or something. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But. But if it ruptures, it can kill you in like 24 hours. Wow. Yeah. So it can fucking. It's bad. So how did if that? If it's not treated, how like did, you have to be like very aware. Yeah, how did it happen to you? Huh? How did it happen to you? I just felt really sick one night, and I think I threw up a couple times. It was just random? No, I don't even know if I threw up, and then just like the next day, I was like really ill. I did not want to go to school, and I think my dad was like, I'll just stay here. You can lay on the couch. Just lay on the couch. I think my mom was like, oh, he's just constipated being a wimp, and like... Anyway, that's kind of the burning joke now right. with my family because it's like my mom thought I was constipated all this time. My dad finally, like at noon or whatever, took me into the urgent care and was like, I think something's wrong with him. Like, you know, and they were like, um, you know, we're going to run some tests. Anyway, they said, we think he might have appendicitis. So they sent me to the hospital. 
and I like then got some tests run or whatever. And they were like, yeah, he needs to go completely random. Like he has appendicitis. He needs to go into surgery. And they like put me in a, in a room. Cause like there weren't any available, uh, what do you call it? Like surgeons at the time they had told us. And so like I was in a room that night and about like midnight, probably I felt like someone like woke me up out of my sleep. Felt like someone punched me and like they got really oh, hard shit. and i was like it had popped and i was like <gasps> i called the nurse i didn't even know what it had happened. popped right it was like oh, oh something hurts damn and then they were like oh shit and so they like rushed me into the surgery got all that shit done and so then from that i was like <laughs> so yeah it was weird it was just a fucking it was just a trip after yeah. that pretty much yeah and that was that's like, crazy that's, that's like first, so fast i think that was the first time i had been like putting out putting under like yeah. with anesthesia yeah and the second time was with the uh ACL surgery and it was like it was wild it was just a weird experience yeah the whole time I'm just something. so I'm just surprised that it like just popped up but suddenly out of kind of like nowhere yeah it was like a day that's wild you have like a day for me it was like I had like a day to understand or feel like sick and then get to the hospital and like it happened and thank god I was at the hospital when it did you know damn you puked a couple times and you're fucking, and you just your felt side like, <sighs> yeah. It's just weird. Scary. It feels weird. It's that's not. Scary, bro. It's a feeling that's not like. It's very unique. It's not like ah, uh, this isn't like a stomach ache. It's sharp. Right. It's like sharp, but also achy and like a grind out outer area. But it's mostly like a sh- it'll be like hits a sharp, and mm. then that's kind of how I remember it from a long time ago. But I don't know. It's not to be afraid because most people it never happens. Like, and that's why they don't. Rare. That's why they don't just take them out of everybody because they are pointless. But it'd just be kind of also pointless to just take them out of everybody because a lot of people don't have any problem with it. To even like go through a procedure like that, you know, risk. It's always a risk Mm -hmm. going through a procedure like that. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's always kind of tweaky how like you know any moment. Yeah, you know, something that you know, you never really I don't know. Any moment something could go wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? We're all mortal. We all we're all just animals. Got blood, muscle mm-hmm. running through our veins, you know. Right. Or muscle or blood running through our veins. We have muscle running through our veins. <laughs> blood running through our veins and we got muscles just like animals, that's my point. <laughs> I like the idea of muscles running through veins. Be like Probably wouldn't work. Like a big stringy. Just write it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I say there's like thousands of miles, you know, you can wrap your your veins around the planet like five times or something crazy. It's so like mm-hmm. long and then, you know, You're, that'd yeah, be like a lot of... tiny intestines. You could probably thin out the muscle mass and fit it inside them. You'd be like a vein creature instead <laughs> of, you know, within your veins would be muscles. That sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Vain creatures versus muscle man, <laughs> starring Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, you think Jack Black would be a good actor for that? Yeah, kind of like Nacho Libre. Yeah, It'd be like one of those movies. <laughs> just not serious. Mm-hmm. Just some weird zombie stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I I think it's. I think about kind of our our mortality a lot, and just the fact that. You know, I don't know. As you get older and you see stuff happen to your to other people, mutual friends maybe, and like I don't know, older, you know, 
uh, older people and your family members and stuff like that, you kind of just realize mm-hmm. as you go on, you're just like, all right, well, I'm going to do the best I can to like take care of myself and like be safe and, you know, just keep pushing forward and just like keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> Yeah. Like literally, I don't know. I was seeing, I like every every once in a while, like this past weekend, I was seeing on Twitter like this famous um, like football recruit that I was going to play in the NFL, mm-hmm. like got hit by a car. Yeah, my brother was telling me about that or something like that. Yeah. And it's just like you see that stuff, and it's just like, yeah. damn, bro. Yeah, like it happens. Life just goes just like that, out mm-hmm. like a light. It's just done. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just sad, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Life's hard. Yeah. But, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, you're just going to yeah. For anybody, pay your homage and just keep going. For anybody wondering, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm just really bummed out today because I feel like last night was a traumatic event for me. Oh, with the, yeah. Yeah, my cat, you Carmen. talk about that? <laughs> yeah, she, uh, I think she had a seizure, and it was just a really terrifying, like, experience to be in. Where you feel so vulnerable because there's nothing you can do to help the person or the thing you love, the animal, the creature, the soul you love. It's like in there. Right. And you see the pain. It's just like so hard. And it just kind of fucks you up a little bit. Yeah. So it's just been like, it's hard to do. It was do scary, with bro. And you gotta, you just scary. have to get over it. Like, you have to. And I'm gonna just get over it. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to. I don't know, it's weird, but it's it's put me off all day. Like it's life. I need to just move like forward and Yeah, I mean it's it happens to everything. Yeah. You know? Recognize it and just be like Yep. Supportive. Some, you some, know. Someday it'll happen to Luna. Yeah. Someday it it'll happen to Tessa's yeah. cat. Yeah. Yeah. Someday it'll you know, happen to everybody's pet. Right. And then it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely hard. Like yeah. when my family dog, uh, dog passed, <laughs> it was just like, oh my god. Now it's like away. Yeah. Hadn't seen her in a while, and it's just like, damn, bro. Mm-hmm. That was heavy. It yeah, was it's really, always heavy. It was really hard for me with when Jack passed too, and I kind of get the same feeling that I've been in now, and it's mm-hmm. just kind of a mindset that. I don't know. I try to just let it be. Mm-hmm. Usually, when I have emotions, I tend to let them like, especially sad emotions. I tend to let them stew, to mm-hmm. like give them release, and mm-hmm. not like force them about like aside and bury them immediately. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps me like like you stew as in like you kind of just yeah like a observe st- them no i stew yeah them. i stew like you would a like a stew on the stove like you just let it slow boil roll mm. oh. like you just yeah. let those yeah, feelings yeah. Let, like not consume you but like you let them live and let by breathe them out mm. helps me move through the traumatic things like that a little bit faster and like that pertains to a lot of different things in life but this kind of thing particularly i think it like, I always had this thing where, like, if you're sad about something and you're with yourself or you're in a place that you're comfortable, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, and you just need to cry, like, cry. 
like don't hate yourself but like just cry and love it love how the way it makes you feel releasing that like feeling that you have helps you move through like get moves through things in a healthier way in a faster way and it's like mm. that's okay it's just important to, you just have to be like aware yeah. of it so that you know you have control of it and that kind of helps it not consume you you know yeah i think that's super important kind of a long way to put it but no no <laughs> no i mean i think that no i think i i, I love that i mean i think that was super, yeah i think that was super important because yeah there's dude that, that i have such a huge problem with yeah just kind of like uh f- letting myself just fuss over those kind of thoughts mm-hmm. where it's like hard to I don't know. It's hard to put them out of the mind where it almost becomes like mm-hmm. in, in, in induction of itself where it's just self-perpetuating, mm-hmm. you know, at times when, when, you know, when, when I'm going through like a rough patch or like, you know, thinking about those heavy things for a minute, mm-hmm. like when I'm in those, yeah, when I'm, when I'm in those like sort of slow, just like hampered down flows Mm -hmm. it's just yeah it for me yeah it's hard to i think it's hard to like separate it yeah and just like let it be Mm -hmm. or like stew it like you said yeah so i think yeah it's important yeah i think that like type (laughs) i think that type of thing is very very critical Mm -hmm. because as a human like there's no way to escape it in life. Yeah. Like it's always gonna those those types of those types of mind states are always gonna creep in. Yeah. It's impossible. I and it's, I think that they're not, they have value just as much as happiness mindsets. You know, it's like right. Feeling that way is something that is important. You know, it's like what. gives you a good a variation in, in like your life experience that you can't just be happy all the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. You'd get bored, which is weird, but that's just sort of that's like you can, like you can, but then you might fight sadness. And it's like, I think embracing both is the key to being truly happy. Mm-hmm. Like, not being afraid of either, but loving and embracing both to an extent and understanding the power that each holds is like a good way to truly find happiness because you don't let negative things affect you the way that you thought they would prior to you know finding control over them. Mm. It's kind of a personal choice to do it, but... Mm. I mean, I think that's almost like a it's hard. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's almost like a meditation of sorts. Kind of, yeah, mental. You know, because, it is. and I think that almost happens in the subconscious as well. Mm-hmm. It's something that, like, <clears throat> yeah. it's something that almost like I feel like <clears throat> some people are naturally mm. pretty attuned to mm. to it to to like. 
to dealing it with it in that way that you just described there. Yeah. Whereas others, you almost have to practice it a little bit more. Yeah. Right. And, and you I, have to, you have to become actually like in, in like tune. <laughs> I with, think that with those emotions, I think that the best thing someone could do for themselves in that regard is if they want to practice like the notion of being more present in their daily life would be to take the time to intentionally uh, recognize your own presence within reality around and how you're like being in a space with others and with the inanimate world around you as well. And like by looking at yourself intently more often, you'll realize how to do it subconsciously like faster so that when you are in a situation and you would perceive like your presence in that part of the world, that space and reality, like your subconscious will be more aware of it. And right. it's not like you can like, there's, I don't know if there's a way to train the subconscious other than like training your conscious and then making that like repetitive nature train mm -hmm. your subconscious you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so then eventually you become more it just becomes a it, way of yeah life, you start to feel thinking. like wow this is making an impact because mm -hmm. you've repeatedly done it mm. and you were aware at the time but then you start fading that off and it, it just i don't know that's kind of how i've no yeah thought it's just like it's an it's like a it's like lifting weights. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just, yeah. it's, repe it's yeah. repetitive motion, repetitive yeah. thought. And just like know. a lot of weightlifters could agree, like it's it's not something that needs to be like a hard thing. Like a lot of people enjoy lifting weights because mm -hmm. they think it's fun. Mm -hmm. They love they love the way it feels. Right. Like it doesn't. It's the way you approach the training mentally that kind of dictates how it goes. So mm -hmm. just like lifting weights, it could be something that you don't look forward to during your week or for a lot of people, it's something that they do look forward to because it gives them a sense of enjoyment and, mm. you know, it gets them going and it excites them. Right. And if you can find that like switch in your head to, to focus on that specific thing, it's, uh, it can be extremely beneficial. Yeah, it's just about you know, flipping that switch, like mm -hmm. just turning that a little bit, you know. Realizing so that you're in control. Right, right. Taking that a little bit of a different step step in the out in the perspective, you know. Yeah. Just like mm -hmm. having, yeah, I think that's important, you know. Just with that being like, yeah, being able to, being able to accept like what you're feeling and just embrace it yeah. in in its entirety and having yeah. like an open <laughs> mind about it to learn. Yeah. Cause yeah, like you said, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just part of life and there's reasons for, you know, all the sad moments that fucking happen in life too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's important. It's bittersweet. <laughs> it's bittersweet stuff. Yeah. It's important to be aware of yourself and be like, 
it at a good relationship with your own mental mm-hmm. self. And it's like, I'm kind of looking at it as a relationship between two people. Like, mm. I feel you that. Know, it's I like, feel that. It's your inner self. No, there's it's your like, inner self. You, yeah. Everyone has that inner consciousness. Right. And it's like, like, you need to kind of constantly have it going. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't find a way to love it. Mm. And it's you, like you, <laughs> you know, so you can <laughs> love it. You will love it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, where do you, how do you get to that? Right. And I guess you just, everyone's different. There's no one answer. There's absolutely no one answer. I think finding peace within know. yourself is, it takes, I mean, that's it takes a journey. Everyone's journey. Yeah. It's a journey. Like, Experience. It takes that. Right. And At whatever it is, I don't <laughs> it could be different. Yeah. It I is mean, different it's, experiences. It's like, it's and maybe you never reach it into like yeah. in in its full extent like within your lifetime because right. maybe it's just because I think like we all have like ideas of inner peace and what it means mm-hmm. like maybe what it like we have descriptions of what it could feel like or what it descriptions of what it could look like or mm-hmm. something like that but like Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that's kind of undescribable. Yeah. Vincent Lundy said something once. What did he say? Something about like perfection. I was like, perfection is impossible. Perfection doesn't exist or something like that. And then he said, it's like only the pursuit of excellence that like guides us or something deep and profound. (laughs) <laughs> it's like mm. yeah i wish i, I had that, that actual quote but it was kind of interesting about that it's about yeah it's about taking that journey mm-hmm. to actually pursue like greatness right or to pursue just like anything within your life the, right. the thing that you care about it's within the pursuit that you find the answer yeah right because yeah. our it, it never it's something that you know it might never end <laughs> what i don't think it will no we're never gonna like i hope i hope i never stop having conversations with myself mm. you know what i'm saying like trying to figure it out within yourself yeah like like no just think like a lot of people, I think, sometimes feel alone. And trust me, I have been there, and I have felt so alone. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah, like we all have. But there's a point where you realize that you're never really alone because you always have like your that other self with it that we all have there with you to use your thoughts to just unlock uh, a world of not non-solitude i feel like Mm. there was there was there was electrical impulses going on in this like uh you know gelatinous mass that was our brain to begin with (laughs) and it was like running 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 reacting to things around it and then like at one point and, you know, maybe it happens sooner, but this happens throughout the stages of, like, evolution. But 
our brain at one point was like, boom, consciousness woke up. And then all of a sudden, everything that like our body was still existed. But now we were able to like have this other like awareness, the senses of our eyes. And explain it and and name it. Our ear, uh, like these, yeah, these like. We named our body parts. We named right. our brain. So you never brain named itself. You're never alone when you have your own thoughts. I mean, you can create stories within your mind and have mm-hmm. conversations with 15 people. You can pretend to be fucking Barbie and I don't <laughs> know the chef Boyardee guy on a can of soup and have them racing Grand Prix cars and being like, you know, oh yo, the chef Boyardee, the Barbie's like, hey, get out of my fast lane, and you know, and they're like. <laughs> Racing, Mario it's Kart. like, damn, I'm not alone. I have all of these thoughts, you know. And it doesn't, that's just the random, that's, I was just an extent, an example of just the extent of how ridiculous your thoughts don't need to be pronounced and profound. Mm-hmm. Like, you can not feel alone because you have yourself. The imagination is a curious thing. Wow, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's kind of yeah, it's weird. Yeah. How, uh, ideas just kind of pop in and out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's it makes sense in my opinion. Yeah, think yeah. about the fundamental reaction an atom that became a uh, like single cell organism felt. Like imagine the initial response it needed to have to the pressure of the world around it mm-hmm. on it would be like, what is it? You know, like, well, an earlier form of humans seemed more instinctual, you know, yeah. more reactionary to its environment right. because we needed to sur- know the survive. It all depended on the survival. We've always needed to know. Right. And now we, you know, it's cool. Cause I mean, now we look at, we look at, you know, farther out mm. and we looked at the extension of our lives and mm. in the extension of our species mm. and what it means to protect humanity and to be sure that as we progress throughout this incredibly complex and massive universe mm. that we don't mess things up yeah. and you know, it's been it's been a and it's been a rough ride <laughs> coming to this point. You know, like it's every, uh, you know, it's look at what we did every every step of the way. You know, it's look it's it's uh it's dangerous. You know, look every that. step of the way, you got to make sure <laughs> you got to make sure we're good. You know, we got to it's and it's it's hard too because we see a world that's that's you know run run by very few people. You know, mm-hmm. and it's not run by anybody. Well, I'm talking about governmentally. I know. Like, and, you but know, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about this. <laughs> if you're here from this perspective, who is running that? Well, can I finish my thought, though? Mm-hmm. So it's it's run by it's run by few people. But what I was saying was. You know, we as there's so many intelligent minds mm-hmm. on this planet, mm-hmm. and it's quite obvious that the majority of people want to, you know, 
want to explore the opportunities that of you know of of space and of of you know of humans yeah. of just like the highest you know yeah, space and just like you know renewable technology and ways of conserving what we have here on earth and yeah. figuring out how to basically you know just preserve our lives yeah right and so i think that's that that gives me a lot of hope for you know just the future of our species is just that the fact that consciousness has come this far and it's 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 basically you know it's it's given us just an abundance of amazing resources to to pull from to really you know make life you know as great as you can make it what if you know i have a strange theory (laughs) what's that like the people yeah like why do I, you know, I never under really, I never really understand why, like, we're so stoked to get off of our planet, you know, like everything yeah. <laughs> that is our planet, we are a part of it, like, we need it, the, the fundamental building blocks of our bodies are designed so fine-tuned and and particularly like specific to living on this earth you know why though you know like that's that we are built from it i'll tell you why why because the great minds of the world know that in a half a billion years all of the oceans on our beautiful earth will be completely evaporated because the sun is going to keep expanding and it's eventually going to kill our beautiful planet. Yeah. And we know as a conscious being that we can't stay here. If we do want to make it for the long run, we need to become an interplanetary species to survive. I suppose. (laughs) I suppose, but... The sun is a moving, growing thing. We're so... Part, I mean, we're like, we don't know what's out there. We don't know what's out there. Well, best believe we're going to find out. We have no idea what's out there. Like Humans always want to explore. I'm fine with it, but I think we should just like really button down what it is <laughs> that's like going to protect our Earth now. Yeah, right now we need to. And I think, like, yeah, yeah, for for the know. foreseeable future in our lifetimes and our grandchildren's lifetimes and all of their grandchildren's lifetimes, like, the earth definitely needs to stick around. That's for sure. Like instead we spend billions of dollars on how should we trick these people into buying our candle like fucking <laughs> shoe rack holders, you know, or whatever bullshit merchandise thing you're trying to sell it's like no 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 like no (laughs) fucking bullshit money like it's dumb we're talking about space we are yeah but i'm saying like let's fix our shit on our planet and start like if we're gonna if we're gonna do the money thing let's stop spending money on dumb shit that we can give each other for free and spend our money on dope cool shit that like actually gives us innovative futures and like you don't want to be an interplanetary species? No, I do, but like we could spend our money that like okay, 
uh, fucking uh, toy, <laughs> toys. I don't know. Toys are what? It, uh, give me an example of a <coughs> toy. Uh, just any a toy. toy. Something. something. A fire truck. A fire truck. Yes. But that's that. We don't want to take away from the hearts of all the childs that had fire trucks. Um, a ping pong table. A ping pong table. What, sure. What, what's, okay. <laughs> okay. So what, what's your what's your thing? So think about it. Instead of spending money on making ping pong tables, or even instead of spending money on marketing ping pong tables, like let's have ping pong tables still exist, but just no more commercials for them ever. Okay. That's a lot of money that could be spent on like putting in some sort of infrastructure for a green future. And well, so it's if already you, there. No, no, it's being spent on fucking advertising to sell you products. Don't, you don't think there's an entire industry that solely focuses on renewable resources? Yeah, and I'm saying they could have a lot more money. For sure. It, and they if, could use more money, but right, and it does, wasting, doesn't work like that. Right, and I think we're wasting money on a bunch of dumb stuff. I mean, people can spend their money whichever they, way they want to. And that's where I think money's the problem. I wish what money wasn't a thing. No, Jake. People have people make decisions. People just make decisions that what they want to make. If you want to go out and buy a ping pong table, you're gonna go out and buy a ping pong table. What if I wanted <laughs> to go out and buy a ping pong table, but instead of spending money, I was like, "Hey, can I have a ping pong table?" And they were like, "Yeah, sure." And I was like, "Sick!" And then they gave me a ping pong table. And then when they wanted to go get like food for their family, they went to the farmer and they're like, "Hey, can we get some cow?" Because we want to eat some hamburger for dinner. And the farmer was like, yeah, sure. And then they had food for their table, and it didn't matter. They put all that work into making a ping pong table. They still were able to go get free food for their family. Because then the farmer could go and say, oh, you know, like, I have enough cow, so I'm gonna have, we're going to have beef for dinner with his family. And then the farmer's able to say, okay, I need to go get you know a new hoe and he goes to the hoe guy and he's like wait hold on I'm slow expo- down i'm slow explaining down, slow how down. i am not following um, what you're saying you so, need to go slower essentially and i don't see how this is going to work at scale no it works <laughs> at scale that's my point like if everyone just does things for one another like and then focuses on what they're good at and what they enjoy We'll have a future of people who are constantly excited about what they're doing, innovative, and they're sure. bene- they're benefiting each other. But we run on that so place of money, like so an like economy of trade, an economy of trade, and not trade, but like just because that works in like you. small communities of like maybe a hundred, couple hundred people, where like people I, just trade things. Like that I works in like very small village groups, but yeah. it doesn't work. With 8 billion people. I understand why with 8 billion people, the way that we're doing it makes sense. But there's that doesn't mean that it's the best way. And like, you got to always... That's the best way that we have right now. No, nah, it's not. It's I mean, it's, right now it's it is what we because do, it's what it's we not, have. But it's not the best thing we have. Like, there's definitely been people that come up with crazy ideas. And I'm sure, For sure I haven't looked into it. But thinking about it is important. And like, Cause why, like if, why, if, why? If we wanted to just like trade stuff, why is like it people need to have like a currency why is poverty the thing that ruins our like lives poverty yeah why is it that people who are impoverished to like live poor health conditioned lives 
you know, why is it that a monetary value determines the the health of your human body? And like that has no reflection on your skill set. I mean, at all. having people full that, whatever it is, healthcare, it would be nice. Well, no, it's just money is the reason why that person is unhealthy and they doesn't like they could have mm-hmm. great skills to and assets right, but right. like they don't have money and someone who has a bunch of money and may not have the best skills and assets lives a healthy life and it's like i'm not saying that that's not unfair but i'm saying that like the person who has a bunch of money probably is good at something but maybe not focusing on it because they have money and the person who is or they poor, work really hard Right, and maybe they are good at it. There's, a, there's variables on both sides for all of these people. but And then maybe there's a poor person who is very good at something and they enjoy doing it and they would benefit others with that thing that they do, but mm-hmm. that doesn't like, you know, there's maybe no job for it. the guy that, you know, fixes the random thing or really has like an act for solving sure. certain types of problems, but like... I think there's a world that could exist where money isn't something that is why we trade objects, but we trade objects because we're like honoring the value of the person that's well, I think, trading it to I us. I think a lot of people are just stuck in a lot of shitty jobs right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I don't necessarily think money is the problem. Hmm. I think it's just really hard to, to truly pursue what you really, really, really love in life. Because of money. No. No. I don't think, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, because if you look at money, it serves its purpose. Yeah. It's, it's you know, environment, right. po- uh, po- political issues. I guess what I'm saying is it's uh, not situational. the Situational. Like a currency it's how we use is it. like it's a very efficient form of doing everything in the world mm. because it standardizes things, you can travel with it, you know, it's it's value. It's it's value that holds its value over space and you can get things with it, right? But right. I think that's weird. <laughs> if you're talking about poverty, on the other hand, yeah, I definitely think earning wages is a problem with that. It's definitely a problem, and minimum wage is a problem. Um, you know, but if you're also talking about happiness and, you know, people doing what they really want to do, mm. I think there's just an abundance of crappy jobs out there, you know, in the market. And it's, yeah. it's you know, it can be extremely difficult, you know, if... I don't know if you want to be a painter, (laughs) you know, it's going to be difficult to make your way through to professionally do that. And if you come up in a very in a, in an environment that has all of the hardships of, you know, poverty, then it's going to be, it's going to be hard to be happy doing what you want in a job. It's going to be hard to make, you know, a decent wage. It's going to be hard to have kids I suppose it's going to be hard to do all of that. And I don't think that is necessarily attributed to just money. I think it's, I think it's a societal Hmm. kind of more of a societal issue. I think Hmm. pointing the figure at just money and saying, 
this is the problem. I'm saying it is a problem. It's definitely a problem. It's a big problem. And the monetary issues that we have in this country yeah. is are definitely absurd. Yeah, the fact that we printed for uh the fact that we printed forty percent of all money in existence last year is absolutely absurd. Inflation rates are absolutely out of control. Gas prices absolutely out of control. Everything is a s- absolute storm of hell right now. Right, and why? But because society. Society and a we, lot of global economic issues. I think we like glorify money. Like we're like, oh, it's God, because it gives us access to things that are good, beneficial. I think it's just. A, I think it's just it. a necessity. People want it. People want money. People want it. It's like this like thing that we we allow to to like let us treat each other differently with an excuse. It's weird because it's died. I mean. I don't think everyone is like that, no. 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 I don't think... I think generally a lot of people are good. Yeah, but <laughs> I but just... It's... It's sad the way... That it's definitely sad, and we are extremely, extremely privileged to be in, like, the position that we are. And, like, I'm humbled by that. Like, you know, we can't take what we have for granted at all. I'm curious but to know... It's what? it's hard. It's hard yeah. to find solutions to these things. Yeah. Like we've been yeah. I mean, and that's what I think we're doing right here right now too and every and a lot of other people in the world is mm-hmm. just like trying to figure out what the problems are, mm. isolate them, mm. figure out solutions, you mm. know, because yeah. these things are like so complex. Yeah, it's it's there's such a, a and there's so many people that are involved. I see. A, I <laughs> like, see. Yeah, I see a lot of these issues like they have an answer, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be not like searching through layers or levels. It's gonna be searching through like a spider web that like collapses inward to a center, you know, core. And maybe not. Maybe it actually is just a straight up web or a mesh of things that you could follow to different answers. It's just which one mm. people find and follow. It's going to solve some of these things. Um, but it'll be weird to see how it all plays out. That's for yeah. damn sure. Because yeah. I think there's so many col- I, colliding, you know, co- there's so many, there's, there's always a collision of ideas going on in the world Mm -hmm. and this is a world of narratives now where Mm. ideas are pushed to media and it hits mainstream in the blink of an eye Mm. right and you know so many ideas collide so many perspectives collide extremely hard to sift through it you know and find what the real beat of the people is and like what where 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 the truth lies Mm -hmm. In the you know simple in simple words, but it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because right now it's I think it's I just mean like it's the it's Wild not, West. It's like it's yeah. I mean it's I mean we're we seeing money. we're seeing we're seeing it's just not like historical it's kind of what it is crazy shit. I mean the history of the history of this stuff runs deep. You know it's hard to uproot. What hundreds and thousands of like years of yeah. like 
cultural influence and like just the influence of volcano high figures you. and stuff like I that. I could, I could fucking do it. I yeah, could, I could pompey, <laughs> I could pompey the shit out of some fucking culture and some money. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bitch, you got money, Pompeii ass. Like, sorry. Pompe- all, right, all, right. all right, coming back to Yikes. you. Coming back to you after a quick. Uh, stop to the drink shop oh for sure definitely definitely yeah we'll uh yeah i'll just i'll i'll i'll, I'll throw it together but i'll get another what? i'll go to the bathroom too and stuff what do you Refill. mean you throw it together i'll edit cut some stuff up don't cut it if you don't want to cut it i mean if you don't want to cut it or do you want i mean it's up to you it's your podcast it's fine it's fine i'll, I'll figure it out on the back end I was gonna grab a uh, well, no, I can't grab a snack. No food on the podcast after the last. Can't. No so way. Food. What did I have? Soup or something? Yeah, dude, you were slurping, slurping on some and, soup or uh, something. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> it was but, funny though. It looked like some good soup. But yeah, I mean, it's just been a day. I've been bummed. I'm, you know, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to chat. I'm just like, yeah, ready to think about stuff in the light, in the light, and have fun, like a positive light. Just have some fun, but you know, need to take a little, little leak sash. Yeah. Yeah. There's some leaks in the fridge. I'm gonna make leek and potato soup with some uh, parmesan and some heavy group whipping cream. Oh. Maybe some Dijon. Yeah. Nice. Bacon. Yeah. Hell yeah. You gonna Toss that up? some rosemary and russet. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe not. Maybe red. Probably. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Toss in a jerk of jock and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hot. I don't Dude, know what yeah. the fuck I, was I just finished um, off. I just finished off that chili today. Yeah, I'm uh, just making up recipes. That yeah. chili looked good. It smelled yeah, good. Man. Yeah. I, I've been hitting that chili hard lately. It's good. Something good to yeah. Something good to have. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Keeps hold over. Yeah, I'm gonna take. We're gonna go out fishing this uh, summer and get some fucking definitely, bro. Get some walleyes and some crappies. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. get get a nice fish fry this summer. We'll just cook Gotta out. Get some bikes and a kayak maybe. <laughs> yeah, a kayak could be fun. Fun. Yeah. 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 My, my my so we got the new boat and uh, my mom's gonna like take the kayak out so like my mom and like my mom and dad will take the boat to the lake and then like the kayak will just be in the boat right oh yeah that'd be sick and then like mm-hmm. when my dad's fishing my mom can just hop in a kayak and just like kayak around the lake and find like all the little nooks and mm-hmm. like crannies and shit because there's always big bays and stuff and you can right. like find cool docks and stuff and like especially in the evening it's a nice kayaking weather oh, and yeah. then if you want like she can just kayak up to the boat mm-hmm you hook the kayak to the side of the boat with like a rope with mm-hmm. on the you know the tie-on spots and then you just can carry the kayak around basically mm-hmm. while you're fishing dude yeah and chilling on the boat or if like oh i'm gonna go fucking it's real fun to kind of kind of paddle back on some like calm, calm waters being out on the water is just an interesting experience so. right right yeah. yeah i can't wait for it to heat yeah. up get out there but yeah. all right, all right let's wrap it up let's wrap it up or do you want to wrap it up or come back uh, it's up to you i thought you said you're gonna cook no, I was just joking. I'm just going to go on a drink break. I oh, just, oh. I was completely making up that recipe of leek soup. Oh, I thought you were dead ass serious. <laughs> no, I, I said I needed to take a leak like pee, but, and then I went on leek soup rant as a <laughs> yeah, joke. I couldn't. I couldn't. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, all That'd right. That'd be really good, though. Sounded, yeah. Sounded like yeah. a good recipe. Let's, get, uh, let's take yeah, it to the break, then. Yeah, just take a second. Yeah, yeah. just one right second. <laughs> completely <laughs> thought you were serious. No, dude, I was completely making that up. <laughs> That's hilarious.
I like. I was obviously purposely thinking about a good recipe for leek soup, but I mean, I don't leek and potato sounded good. Parmesan, mm. basil, little basil. Oh, that's what I needed, basil.
yo, yo. You still here? Hello, hello. <coughs> Sorry, folks. A little intermission, quick intermission. Ain't nothing but a thing. <sighs> Jake is just out in the kitchen currently getting another drink. We are quite parched. It's a lot of talking. But we're on some good ideas. Hope you guys are taking something out of this. Or just chilling, kicking back. Enjoying your morning coffee or lunch. Or your evening drink. Who knows? Wherever you are, hope you are uh, tuned in and enjoying I thought that story that Jake told about his appendix was pretty fucked, to be honest. It's a little scary. I hope my appendix doesn't rupture anytime soon. For anybody out there who's uh, having some side issues or appendix pain, get it checked. Because you could die. <laughs> You coming? We got the new setup in the office, back in the office. For anybody who's just listening, uh, you can check out the video on YouTube as well, but <coughs> got a nice uh, spacious setup again, which is pretty chill. Picked up a new lamp today. Looks like a tree, which is kind of cool. I like it. Sorry for your ears. Get the bump that. What's up? What up, what up? What up, what up? We're back. Chilling, talking to the people. Chicken out, chicken out, chicken out. What? Just chilling, talking to the people. All right, cool. What up, people? (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're back. No more bullshit. Um, Um, So I started a game for Paul and us, and I think it's going to be fun. So we're going to play a game. What? What Um, what game is It's ironic because you put in names. Oh, hold on. We have a guest. What? We have a guest. Hey, Wes, hold on. Uh, I got to put you in speaker. the bro yeah hello yeah hey i'm shooting a podcast with paul right now say what's up (laughs) oh you're good i was just calling to see how carmen was doing i heard from dad she's at the interior at er oh yeah yeah we did that yeah that was last night we talked about that that. we were yeah it was rough it's funny we were talking about that you're on the podcast so say hi what up wes (laughs) who was the podcast for uh, it's just Paul and I talking. <laughs> it's, you know, the book of Paul. You guys, you guys make your own podcast? Yeah, it's called oh, yeah. yeah, it's called the book of Paul. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, cool. We're shooting one right now. We're talking about what happened. Live so. on the air. Not really, but. Oh, well, well, but what, what happened? Huh? You're talking about Carmi? That's your podcast? No, it just came up in our conversation we were having about a half uh, hour ago. Kind of naturally. Yeah, we're about like, we're like an hour and 15 minutes in. We just, well, we took a break to go pee, but. Yeah. Nice. 
That was Coast. <laughs> Did you hear Coast? Yeah. It's funny to have you up to the mic so Paul can hear everything really clearly. We just heard Coasty Wolf. Yeah, Coasty is slowly destroying all of our blinds one by one. Yeah. Yikes. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's, yeah, big dog. Um, yeah, she likes to lay between the blinds and the sliding door. Nice. So. Hey, Wes, uh, while I got you here, Paul was talking about the guy who got hit uh, by the car. What Can you tell a little oh, bit about yeah. that story? The, the football player. The football player. player. Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, that's who it was, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. See, Wes was talking about it. Hit by a damn car. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, he played for Ohio State and was drafted in 2019. Jesus. He went, I don't know what he went overall, but he was definitely a first-round draft pick in 2019. Mm-hmm. Who do you play for in the NFL? Say what? He said, who do you play for in the NFL? He played for the Washington. Well, you played for Washington, and then he played for uh, – he got switched to the Steelers. Oh, damn. Nice. Yeah, that's crazy. I saw that news, and I was like, Jesus, that's nuts. No. He must – I don't know what the heck happened, but he must have got messed up. Yeah. Just super sad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah. Oh, so I guess anybody else, you know, this is my brother, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> He's my brother. Bros. <laughs> yeah, so he called me. Um, yeah, Wes, I'll call you back when we're done, and I can tell you what happened. But she all seems right. all good. She seems good now. Yeah, she's chilling. Yeah, I think she had a stroke. But gotcha. Yeah, okay. it was. Well, really... Hey, I got a really good. I got a really good vegan meal for you. What? Ooh, you? like a vegan meal to eat for me or for Carmi's food for you to eat oh. Cordy and I are going vegan you guys are going vegan yeah it's the only way to reduce my cholesterol and high blood pressure you're not going to try like vegetarian first no I, it's, it's straight to vegan I guess you don't like dairy either so I don't, I don't like dairy so pretty much only have to no eggs uh, Damn. no eggs what are you going to eat for protein? Just beans and shit? Yeah, beans, rice, quinoa. I, I pro- guess. Protein yeah. and everything. I don't know. Can you eat fish? You can't even be pescatarian? Well, there's, I mean, I love fish, but. What about fish? Fish is good for you, and it's got some eat fats fish. and omega 3s. Like, that is something right that can't be that bad. That can't raise your blood pressure and cholesterol, could it? It's only good for it. It does because there are there is cholesterol in fish. Fuck. Um, the omega three uh, the omega threes in salmon make it very healthy for you to eat. Um, but for my goal right now to do to pretty much bring all of my levels back down to normal, I have to just go overboard for a little bit. Huh. Oh, so it's more of like a test trial. You haven't like that's cool. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, fun. we're we're right now we're yeah. about. I guess you got to commit for, you like know. like 32 hours into it right now, I'd say. Nice. That's cool. Stoked to yeah. see your progress. We made, we made uh, spaghetti and meatballs tonight with some, like, tomato basil sauce. It was so good. Nice. Nice. Well, hey, I'll call you back uh, later. All right. Bye. And I'll tell you what's up. All Peace right. out, Wes. Peace out. Well, that was Wes. <laughs> little feature. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I could have just explained who that was after. That's my brother. I didn't <laughs> yeah. have to say it while he was on the phone, but anyway. Damn, he's going vegan. What the fuck? That sucks, bro. That's... He's talking about eating quinoa and <laughs> yeah, rice and yeah, beans, and he's getting yeah. protein from nothing. Yeah. Bro, what? 
That's what I'm saying. Like, <clears throat> I mean, like, I can understand. I can understand if you got like some it, some real like kind of yeah. issues going on. What are you doing? Taking Snapchat. Yeah. Let's not. Come let, on. Let, let, let's let let's not. Right, I can understand like if you're if you're yeah if you got some real like body issues going on like digestive tract issues. <sighs> yeah. But like, bro, if no, you've already so been eating like if you've been eating like meat and fish your whole okay. your whole life, that'd be fine. And and like. Yeah. I and like lactose intolerant is yeah. one thing, but yeah. I mean it's like it's honestly, so good for you. Like pro- honestly, protein yeah. from meat is like so good for you. I just feel like personally, maybe does he have a high cholesterol issue? No, it's not like. Here's the thing, in my opinion, <clears throat> you should like people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Of to. course, so of course, I'm just, I'm just. Like I'm just, if he I'm feels just like I'm just you know, yeah, no, I know, and, I, and this is how I feel about anybody. You know, if you feel like you want to be, uh, like if you want to try a vegan diet, like go for it. If you want to try vegetarian, pescatarian, doesn't matter. If you want to be lesbian, gay, bisexual, if you want to be a guy, a girl, a day, a them, and they, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't Fuck really yeah. matter to me. Like you get to choose what you want to do with your body and you list, you're the best person that understands yourself, you know, like you Mm -hmm. understand yourself the best. So damn right. So like if you, you know, when we last calls me and he wants to like, he's trying to know they're into their vegan thing. Like I'm stoked for him. I know they're not like doing it out of spite for their, some for themselves. They like are just, they are in tune with their body and they're trying to respond to it and try something new. And that's like, right. great. That's right. cool. Right. I love right. that. So I'm excited for them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's why would I not be silly? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Back to, <laughs> back, back. I'm just saying he's missing out. I know. He's well, missing, yeah. He's saying, missing right. out. I know. I know. I know. All right, so Jake Paul are playing what a game. What is this? Jake what Paul, the, no, Paul, God, Paul no. and Jake. What is Karen. this? What? It, no, let's no. Come on, no, come on, no, no, no. Jake, what is it? <laughs> it's a game. What is it? Piccolo, where we just like comes up with these fun things for us to ask you, ask each other, <laughs> okay. and All talk right. about. Do it for him. Let's see it. Yeah, we'll play it. Just Hit play it a little it. bit. You know, it. let's play it. Okay, well, it starts out with a game. If there were only to be one type of movie left on TV, would you rather it be comedians or action movies? Comedians. I think comedians, yeah, for sure. Action movies yeah. would get too boring. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like Kill Tony type of shit. Like, yeah. I could watch that every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Action movies are played out, bro. Yeah, and you get bored of them. Like all the classics, Comedies. all the classics are the best. There's so many open doors with comedy. I've never seen it. I haven't. I haven't seen like a good new action movie in forever. All right, your turn. You just press on the screen. Oh. The player who is currently in the longest, longest lasting serious relationship give out three pen. What's a penalty? Oh, probably drinks or something. Oh. Yeah. Well, oh. well, Paul's been in the longest. You're single, so. Yeah, I'm single. I don't have shit. Oh, shit, no. Everyone with the letter A in their last name take a penalty. I have A in my last name. You don't. I'll take a drink. I'm curious. What's that one say? Everyone vote on who's the grumpiest player. Hmm. <laughs> it's Paul. Just me and you, it's Paul. Paul. Yeah, but it's Paul. <laughs> 
I vote Paul. It's act, this thing is acting like there's other people here, but it's just I, I know, but it's hey. just you and me. I mean, yeah, it's definitely me. So you get, yeah. I'm more grumpy than Jake for sure. Yeah, you just have your moments, and my moments are like shorter and few in between, you know. But they're there. Yeah, like, we're all grumpy, but I can constantly be grumpy for a few days in a row. If Paul doesn't have his creamer, he will throw someone through a fucking wall. <laughs> This man's like six in the morning driving a quick trip because he can't have his coffee without his creamer. I'm like, boy, you need to wake up before you go to quick trip. Nope, creamer it is. Priorities. (laughs) Get your priorities. I just had this past week. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I didn't even know. Um, Anyway. Uh, Oh, you finally speak fucking freely again, you fucking motherfuckers. What? That doesn't make any what? sense. That's just what... Paul, if you manage to get a player to willingly accept an ice cube from you before the end of the game, they have to take a maximum penalty. Skip. No, you don't want <laughs> An ice cube? Paul, ask Jake any question you want. They have to answer or take a maximum penalty. Any See? question Whoa. I want. Whoa, that's um, brutal. I served myself up that own dish. Okay. All right. What is it? Um, and I have to answer. Uh, take a, I think maximum penalty is finish your drink, and I'm not doing that. So <laughs> what you got? Any question I want. Okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> hmm. That's I'm tough. A, I'm an open book, Paul. Read me. Yeah, I'm trying to ask, I'm trying to figure out something like I haven't really asked you though because I've asked you a lot of questions. <laughs> We've had a lot of time to converse. Yeah, that's true. So. Well, um, and we have more time to converse. So let's see here. Let's see. Let's see here. Uh, There's body. What do you think? What do you think is? The best photograph you've ever taken in your life oh, up God. until this point. <laughs> and, I don't and, know. Mm. and just like, don't think about it too hard. Mm. I want you to kind of just like, first mm. thing that kind of just pops in your head. Mm. I took a picture of this tree when I was in high school. Mm. And it's like out in the country. And it was by this barn that was abandoned. And the abandoned barn was falling down and shit. And Whoa. it was just out on a country highway. In between uh, Verona and Madison, Middleton area. Okay. And uh, so that's around here. Yeah, 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 just over there. But anyway, the it's beautiful. The really? clouds are beautiful. It's just gorgeous. What season was it? <sighs> I want to say it was like spring, like late spring. Late spring. It was pretty nice out, mm. but not like there wasn't a ton of green foliage. But it was like a dead tree, it's a big old mm-hmm. dead tree. It looked kind of dead. Actually, now that I'm thinking, it had some bushes on it, but it was beautiful. Rundown barns are super cool. And the scene was like really just captivating to me, but the clouds were kind of perfect in it, and I framed it in sort of a two-thirds composition, and the top part had like a really blue sky Mm. with these nice white, like flat, streaky clouds running across it. Oh, nice, dude. And I edited this photo up and made like a really, really high contrast black and white image of it and then sort of set this like just PDF or JPEG. I totally ripped off of Google Images into like the background of the sky Okay. and put like 
some stars in the sky, but like really subtle stars that only shined through like what in the new black and white image where right. I took the blue of the sky and made it almost black, but all of like the clouds were still very white. Mm. And the tree branches, I took all the greens and made the greens like very white, vibrant, like... Mm. So there's this, and there's just this really like beautiful energy of like yeah, white and dope. black. It's a cool image. I'll find it Hell and show yeah. you. But that's like the one that popped in my mind <laughs> yeah. just immediately. I guess. Dude, it's yeah, just, I love those scenes. Those kind of cool. rundown scenes where it's like, yeah, the setting is just right. The light is hitting it just right. Right. <laughs> Everything's there, and like you just have natural composure, mm-hmm. where you kind of just walk in on something, and you see it immediately. Right. And you know. That you're just, you don't even really have to look for it because it's right in front of you. Yeah. Like it could just be a frame that you're just walking and you look to your side or you look up or you just take that extra second to look around and you see a frame and you're just like, oh my God. Yeah. Look at that. I need to take a picture. Yeah. So like, that's probably it. I feel that before we move off onto that because I want to say something so that that location i ended up taking my like some of my senior photographs you know for like my senior pictures at i had a photographer come out because i was like this you got to come to this place it's cool it's mm-hmm. like sold abandoned barn he's like yeah let's do it and so we went there and that's where i took my senior pictures and then like a year or two later that place just got torn down by the city and i think the property oh, got damn. sold like to a farm the farmland that was like kind of was right on it because it was just an old abandoned place and so it's gone now. There's no more silo, no more barn, no more sub barn. Like all that shit's gone. It's just not there. It doesn't exist anymore. That tree gone, everything. Damn. So that's kind of neat. But back to the frame thing, like my parents just visited because my dad was coming to pick up the boat. Mm-hmm. And um, we were walking around from out back, out to out front uh, to hop in the car. But I wanted to show my mom the view from out back. And while we were walking back, I like hopped up on the bricks and was like, you got to see this. Mm-hmm. And it was like a frame, a shot, a cut, and it was that cut through that tree. It was kind of sunset, and I was explaining like that I got that cut through like these two branches, looking across Lake Monona, and like the only thing in the image is like water, the shoreline, that capital, and some sky, and it's like this sliver through two branches, and it's like damn hundreds and hundreds of feet, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like miles really of distance being covered and framed by like these two tree branches, and it's just viewable every day mm-hmm. from that exact spot. Mm-hmm. You can go back every day. I could go take a tripod out there, and mark the spots, and take a picture every day, and have like a hundred images of. Just that spot. Just that spot. So it'd be all these little slivers where each picture would be completely different. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like that framing. Sometimes there's it's just there and you walk past it and it's like, yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. Right, dude. You get excited about it. That's a good idea, honestly. Going back to something like going back to a frame over the course of, like, however many days that you want to and just, like, make a little series. A life goal of of mine. what's in it. That's a life goal of mine to do this specific idea I've had since high school, Mm -hmm. since I got excited in photography in middle school, is, is, like, someday when I own land and I have, like, a tree that is like an old oak or like weeping willow or something that's just this beautiful tree and i will find like the shot that i think would look good Mm. and i'm going to like mark and put like 
staked metal in the exact same spot so that I can put a tripod in that exact same spot and so that every shot I take will be exactly the same, but I'll go out every single day for an entire year and take images. And then Mm. I will take that image and make 365 slivers going from left to right all the way across the image. Oh my gosh. So yeah. it'll be like a like a transition of that tree and foliage throughout. You can the make entire. it a gif. Yeah, it would just be like this. You can make it a crazy looking gif. You could gift, make bro. it a gif. I, yeah, Where my like, my image is like these slivers so that the, like as the image you look across it you, like you see the seasons of the entire year going like a rotation from it on January 1st where there's snow and then the next end of December 31st there'll all be like snow so mm-hmm. it'll be like this wrapping image who knows it could be that would be crazy. printed and put on a tube that perfectly wraps around to the end of it and it could just be a continuous loop mm-hmm. of the tree's life cycle the gif could be mm-hmm. a continuous you know this that's is, super cool yeah. you have to have this like perfect concrete, frame yeah. concrete structure that you're putting your camera in the same spot right and it would have to be exact yeah and i think there would be be no room for error hell you could even mount the camera there for like if you built a box around it i don't i don't care how how i'll do it i don't know how i'll do it but it's gonna happen and i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. that because it's just something that i'm like really excited about and Mm -hmm. i think it's gonna be just an incredible like and experience and end goal and also Mm -hmm. discipline builder like having to actually be there to do that every day and then maybe think about you know the time of day you're doing it like is a crucial aspect of the of the composition maybe you know you can't just do it at seven o'clock every day because for half of the year it'll be dark right so maybe you have to pick a time that's like midday every day you know, which right. makes a stipulation where like you're, you, could do you, it in you the can't, like you can't be at work. So it has mm-hmm. to be at a point in your life where like you have the time to actually give it the exact things it needs to become a, a, a composition that's like worth your time and what, what you are envisioning. And it mm-hmm. takes a lot of effort to do that. And yeah. So that's why I've kind of put off that idea for my whole life because it's, mm-hmm. I haven't been at that stable point. No, I feel that. You're able yeah. to really give it what it deserves. As an right. idea. I don't know. Yeah. Do you feel like that? I feel like, like you could do that, though, like, like in a yeah. lot of places, though. Yeah. Like, it doesn't you have honestly, to be a tree. Like, 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 it could be anything. Well, and, yeah, like, yeah, the only, di- the only like, technical difficulty with that kind of, like, project, and, because, like, I feel like, yeah, that's, like, such a good idea to, like, mm-hmm. to take kind of, like, everywhere, too. Mm-hmm. I like that especially because I like that your idea in terms of like taking taking it on a piece of your land where you can solely solely focus on the setting Mm -hmm. and being able to manipulate it in whichever way you want. Mm -hmm. I think also a cool idea is like figuring out some way where you can solve like the technical technical aspect of getting that tripod in the exact same spot, but also being able to like remove it and be mobile mm-hmm. and be able to like maybe come back over the course of six months, like maybe like once a week or whenever you really have time mm-hmm. to a certain frame, yeah. but being able to know, I don't know, like maybe you can, maybe you could like take a picture, like maybe like you can get that first shot 
and be able to outline key like key points around the boundaries of that first shot of the frame and be able to match every time that'd be difficult that'd be difficult well that's what i'm saying you'd have to have a secure device of some kind right so maybe it has to be done from the that's from sam this is a big project like you like to do it right it's a big Mm -hmm. project because you get into those questions and i've been down those alleys and one of the things that i thought of is like pouring a like little slab of concrete or building it a slab Mm -hmm. of concrete into the ground and then just building like a small box and just permanently securing and locking a camera in for the specific purpose of it for that duration and it's Mm -hmm. like just to stabilize every aspect of Mm -hmm. it and the only thing you do is take the battery out and charge it Mm -hmm. you know that's and then you put it back in and then you just compile all those images and there's software out there that can just stack images very simply Mm -hmm. it's it's not it's not a hard thing for algorithms to stack images that's how you get star streak photos right and like I've seen it. Think it just would be nice. It'd be yeah, that'd be, that'd be that'd be sick. Tight. That would be that's <laughs> a sick idea. I don't know. Yeah, I love, I, it. I just, love it. Having this conversation gave me this new idea of like you build a steel roller track system. Like imagine a like a like an upside down T of negative space where like mm. it's like a metal thin amount of open space and then like a thing that's like on a track. And then there's like slits in the track where there's 365 slits and one is each degree of a circle, mm-hmm. right? 360. So, right, right. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 360 degree circle, right? So mm-hmm. anyway, yep. anyway, you do that. And like now you have this wide angle shot of a tree that's just this beautiful big like mangrove tree in like alabama Mm. or something and then you just follow it and every time there's a day and you'll have to subtract the five days of interval in between that and like maybe two shots in the same position and anyway you go around the entire tree and like you said with a gif like you have then at the end the shot of like what looks like just someone like kind of slowly walking and moving around a tree but it's like this perspective shift of like you moving around it as like the leaves fall off of it and the blossoms come and like Mm -hmm. the snow you know it's just you have this like story that isn't film and it would be more like we talked about earlier where the detail would be in high effect because you're taking a still shot it's static but you're sort of showing the movement and life of the tree through static shots versus a compressed file of a video, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you've, you've done that over time. It would be time lapsey of sorts. Well, and also like, if you think about it too, Mm -hmm. doing that, doing that form of doing that form of art through video would be, much more data intensive mm-hmm. and yeah. lack so much quality Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. you would, that's where well, first at. of all, it completely knocks out the aspect of doing it over the course of a year because mm-hmm. no camera batteries can last that long, nor do we have any type mm-hmm. of data storage that is near that. Isn't it like, weird? Possible, but Data storage, remember? Remember? Right, right. A few pods back, people Data. who are just binge watching mm-hmm. the podcast will be like quick to this. But, mm. you know, 
data information, mm-hmm. like the the amount of information it would actually take storage wise to just like to do that in to, video to quantify yeah. in a one person's daily experience would be astronomical. Absolutely. To yeah. be able to like tap mm-hmm. into that consciousness and be like in some sort of virtual memory of someone's experience, that data file would be massive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's like... Yeah, data storage is going to be a very, very yeah, important thing of the that's future. That's crazy. But very, like in very our brains, thing of the future. our brains do it so elegantly, you know? It's like mm-hmm. we... The way that our memory is like wired electrically, those those neurons that fire where we're able to like recall memory and like create new thoughts and, and like vocalize a recollection of uh, learning something or living a moment. Mm-hmm. Like somehow we're able to store that information in really nothing like our brain doesn't keep growing as we you know we like forget stuff but we're able to remember it Mm. you know and convince ourselves that like that's like we like the the thing we remember was reality when it happened but like we're now talking about it and like our brains aren't be super massive computers but the way that they like fire information around works in a way that like computers can't Mm-hmm. Like our minds are basically quantum computers, but on another level, and we can't even understand quantum computing. So it's like right. the data information par- paradox is paradox is, is is there. We recognize it. We don't understand it, and like we of also like the mind, like the data information of the mind. Yeah, how yeah. like you know how and isn't it, isn't it crazy how like yeah. people only use what is it like ten percent of right. the mind. I mean, like, obviously, right. a lot of that is, I think it, what that goes to is, like, the mind, like, we use 10% of the mind, and then, like, the other 90%, like, does all this stuff for, like, the body itself, yeah. and there's also just other parts of it that are just completely, they must just be completely unknown, because... Part of me is... How do you study those types of things? Part of me feels like it's not that, it's sort of like, here's a good analogy... Uh, imagine the surface area of this table is a hundred, hundred percent. Okay. Imagine the surface area of this table is the county of Dane County, which Madison sits in. Right. Mm. And like a rain system moves through. Right. And you see at nine o'clock, uh, there's a 20% chance of rain. Right. That means not that there's a 20% chance that the whole area, 100%, is going to get hit with rain. It means that 20% of the area is going to get hit with rain at that time. So back to the brain thing, it's like I see it as it's not that we only use 10% of our brain. It's that we use, we're only aware, to, we're, some people are like able to access and be consciously aware of the part of 10% of the brain that's going on at the same mm. time. So like, right. And that's where like psychedelics can kind of amplify your ability to perceive and observe more percentage of what's going on in your brain and be like consciously aware of it happening. And I think that's where those pathways open those mm. that when, when people talk about, you know, sil- like psilocybin, for example, opening gateways between 
parts of your brain. It's not that they're opening gateways. It's that they're being consciously aware of the fact that gateway exists because it already exists. There's a reason why that message is being sent. You just become aware of the reason. It's kind of like the key, like unlocking the chest. Unlocking it, right. And so, like, yeah, we're not going to be able to, and I don't think you really ever want to be, like, aware of 100% of the things that your brain's doing at the Probably time. Probably driving nuts. Yeah, right. you'd be like, you'd be, I think you, would, you wouldn't be you able overload. to be aware. Yeah. You'd overload. But being able to access just, a, like, a little bit more of that <clears throat> and interpret it in your reality is something that's important, and I think we're all capable of it. As again, it just goes back to practice and... um you know, actively not looking for it, but not pretending like it doesn't exist. You're like, you're mm-hmm. just like, Oh shit. Like that thought came out of nowhere for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, that thought of the tree came out of the nowhere for a reason. Mm. Like my, me- that, that pathway of that memory told my brain to, put that as a priority as a frontline thing to discuss in a conversation for a reason to an extent and like that awareness it solidifies sort of makes you feel a little bit more confident and happy about that happening it wasn't like you asked me that question and i had this negative reaction in my mind you know where Mm -hmm. i thought of something and was like, no, I don't want to show that one because I'm, you know, I don't want to talk about that one. And I think of another picture, and, you know, it's so like. It was true. It was a, su- yeah, it was yeah. a sudden instant thing. And I allowed myself to like access that deep memory and allow it to come out mm-hmm. and we, explain it, it in depth and purity. Yeah. And like, yeah. and like, mm-hmm. that's, that's information that. I wouldn't say I like think about it every day. So I'm consciously like storing it. So our brains are incredible for it in that regard that we're able to access. I mean, you couldn't open a folder on your computer and go back that many years and find that data file that fast. We we're not at that point yet. Like our brains are so incredibly complicated. And I think neuroscience is a really cool study of field for science. Like, you know, it's an interesting thought too is like, the the devices that we have around us, the, um, mm. they all the way in that they communicate is like hardwiring, right? Mm-hmm. It's all metal, hardwires yeah. and it's physical and physical physical hardwiring pathways that send these electrical impulses back and forth. Yeah. Whereas like the experience that you just shown light upon in that photograph and your idea of taking that frame Mm -hmm. over that year period. And then what you just described there and what I was just thinking about was when, when you were describing that was like just you like digging deep and finding that memory and then elaborating on it. And then that idea popped, right? And then what you did right. was you spoke it into reality, mm-hmm. right? Which someone and built a new, well, that memory of it. But but and then that that speech communicated to me 
and to everyone back through these the airway to Mm. me registered in my brain through like Mm. my ears which is hearing another like it's it's a different like i'm i'm just like thinking of the the comparisons and like Mm. the signals of technology and of of animals of Mm. of of human human beings and and animals on the planet like the way that we communicate yeah you know with that idea that just popped and you just spoke it into reality and i just received it and i just thought about it in my brain i received it through my ears it went into my brain i transmitted it now i'm reflecting back on it into this message and we're projecting it back into this technology that's producing it out into the airwaves yeah. of the internet information yeah so which is being shared it. with other people it's just like it's mm-hmm. it's it's all like a cr- this this life that we have yeah that goes back to what we were talking about it's with, all a crazy infinite loop with Tess yesterday <laughs> yeah like, we're like we're able to <laughs> oh, communicate shit. our own individual thought and like those around us are able to listen to it and it maybe becomes a memory in their mind. And it's like, we are one. We are all like, Mm. there's no, there is separation, but not it's, and it's beautiful. It's like, you know, the sun is a cluster of like, what is it? A cluster of hydrogen turning to helium. There we are. Is that what our sun is? Or is it helium turning to, Nitrogen? No, no. What's the third <laughs> element? Lithium? No. What is it? What the fuck is the third element? I feel so stupid. I I, I don't know. I'm yeah. Not sure. So I'm anyway, not sure. well, I'm fus- not a... fus- right. So this is so the universe. I know you're saying, the universe has been fusion. Like everything about everything you see is fu- like a fusion reaction. Right. And it's like mm-hmm. it takes two, you know, zinc elements fusing to create the next atomic like structure of element. Right, so it's like, in theory, suns suns are like the vacuum of space containing a reaction of of mm-hmm. uh, it's like it's basically like a glass, like a you know imagine a like a bubble, but it's like just pushing equally on all aspects, and it's like yeah, the dense of hydro the dense mass of the hydrogen molecules are like creating some sort of gravity but it's also just like the void around it pushing against and down into that it's like trying to fill empty space because empty space doesn't want to be filled that's the thing like you can't create empty space space is always filled with something and it's like if there's avoidance of that everything around it collapses on it as fast as like faster than you can even think of so it's just like this because their speed the things that are moving that direction that quickly condense so fast that they create like these compression chambers and what a sun is is essentially like a massive explosion of atoms like like smashing into each other at a high degree Mm -hmm. of temperature which creates this field of plasma but something has to contain it right like there's some flares like when a sun flare goes off it goes off 
but then it doesn't just continue like it gets pulled back down into itself and that's either it pulling itself into it or something on it pushing it into itself containing it like not letting it move away which would be like a force of something Mm -hmm. containing it and what contains like our atmosphere is a magnetic field and that's where they think that there's like these magnetic forces that they travel mm-hmm. through everything and create these pockets of plasma, which are suns. And they're these little mini explosions mm. that create elements. And that's what creates planets and rocks and everything's around us, it creates us. And like those countless endless explosions of, of atoms like lead to that. And so like recognizing it and feeling like it is your friend not your enemy because you are it and it is you is something that I think gives you as a consciousness a place in reality and Mm -hmm. a respectful place in reality. I think if you respect a mountain as an inanimate, immense, massive power or a butterfly as an animate, massive power in its ecosystem like recognizing your equal part in it is what unlocks the ability to feel secure in the in the existence of reality you know what i'm saying we're all part of this universe yeah. everyone has their like part everyone to, has their purpose you know everything to, does have this purpose people have to right. understand that right they have it's, to and it's i mean it's, it's yeah hard, it's hard it's to. hard and yeah i think that's that's one of the that's one of the ultimate truths that's one of the ultimate truths of life, I think, is that I mean everything, everything matters. Whether whether doesn't doesn't right? It's like well, I mean, like you are a part. What I'm trying to say is, you are a part of everything. Like mm-hmm. you're you are not alone because you are the universe within yourself, and Cognitive everything around you is you. It we goes, are all made of the same stuff. Yeah, it goes really S- deep. Star matter. Yeah. You know, we all come yeah. from the same. Yeah dark you know nothingness that is yeah the universe and we're all gonna go back to it i think you know i think that we really don't understand because the common idea of the big bang sort of we all accept that that's like oh the big bang happened and everything was created out of nothing and it's like people are all just kind of like oh yeah that's what science says, you know. You know, like all matter in existence was created in an infinitely small point and exploded. Well, where did the <laughs> infinitely small point exist? It's a complex question that our brains cannot understand, much like an ant can't understand the complexity right. of a, you know, nuclear fission or fusion, and they just or they a roller coaster, right? It's just but, but I'm talking, yeah, something so far beyond, yeah. And it's like we were like, yeah, Big Bang, you know, and it's yeah. in the, and we're. It's I think weird it's the best explanation this, we have, you know. I think it's a good explanation, it's, but it's we just like, stop at it. We just accept it for not for not really understanding it. Well, I just think we don't have the we technology yet to even understand it. Maybe we never will. Yeah. Because and that's just you know, I mean, I don't know how you could theoretically, absolutely prove that. I mean, I is it is the Big Bang proven? It's just a theory. It's the Big Bang theory, right? 
Nothing's ever really proven. Yeah, it's, I mean that's you know, true. It can be disproven. Yeah, there's right. I, there's a definitely a fine line in that and that and theology. That's like, it's like that's not like getting to the edge of like what we really know. Yeah. So I, it's like who the hell really knows? No. Yeah, and and who you know <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it could just be a drop in an ocean. Yeah, you know, or a flake of dust falling off of a lampshade. You know, there's anything yeah. like Who it knows? just doesn't. You don't. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. But then, the, then we're back to thoughts. You, you see, if you're able to have conversations like this with yourself, you you'll never be lonely. And I think that like is fundamentally true for all things in existence like we don't we no no atom wants to just float around it naturally doesn't want to float around by itself it's drawn to other particles right Mm. the protons are drawn to the neutrons the electrons are drawn to the mass of proton and neutron like None, no particle wants to exist alone. No cell is a single cell organism without a way to reproduce or like continue line of existence. Therefore, like you have all of these systematic things in place that blatantly say, hey, I don't want like the way of the universe is not to float around with no direction and no no attraction to other uh, entity thought process physical matter. It's just you know what I'm saying here is like the way the universe is is nothing is meant to be alone. So. Mm you yourself are have the capability to keep yourself occupied with everything around you and feel the the love and purity that it fills you with mm. even without other human interaction there's like you know all these billions and trillions of uh, probably trillions of cells in my body like mm. imagine yourself as one of them well now you have like a trillion friends, you know, like there's all these other cells, like go about your body, say you're a skin cell for a day, you know, like, and you want to go meet a heart cell. Like think about the trip a skin cell has to go through in your body to find a heart cell. Right. You know, like we are clumps of matter that are individual things creating the mass and, and that recognition and, and realization that it's okay to love one another and and like be alone, but you're never really alone. You always have your subconscious. You always have your conscious thought. You always have your thoughts. You have your physical body. You have existence. So you it's have important to be with yourself. You know, it's like important to it's important to be present. It's important to in reality, right? It's and I think when you are alone as well, you can really figure out like who you are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, yeah, it opens up your mind in a different way because, mm-hmm. yeah, there's really, there's no boundaries, right? right. There's right. there's no really a external influence. There's, I right. mean, you're just, 
I mean, wherever you are, wherever you may be, I mean, depending on your surroundings, you know, usually there's some quiet place you can find mm-hmm. to find a little bit of peace and just sit, breathe, yeah. Yeah. and just be with yourself. And yeah. yeah, I think it's like very important. Yeah. Because one of the thinking like with yourself, like just, just, just like sitting and breathing and yeah. thinking with yourself and thinking about what you want to do and thinking about like just what's going on and just, you know, yeah. being there with yourself is important because the key you can understand more. The key too is, uh, as you know, they say, as you know, Alan Watts said, that your thoughts are the best. They're best as a you know, they're a good student but a bad master. Like your thoughts are something that you teach and guide, and if you let your thoughts be the master of your reality and 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 dictate the the reality and and you know, decisions of your future. It's like Mm. that can be more detrimental than beneficial. And so you should always allow yourself to know and recognize that your thoughts are things that you control, not allow, not allowing your thoughts to control (coughs) you, you know, Mm -hmm. as a master would control their, you know, destiny of their whatever. It's interesting no, to yeah, think it's that. Important. Like, yeah, it's yeah important. you have to, you have to always have confidence right. in your, in your thoughts mm-hmm. and in your interpretation of reality. And one of the, and I think I talked about the, yeah, we did this one time where we touched on and talked about the, the, you know, sensory uh, meditative meditative exercise where you establish uh, a a point of being aware of your place in time mm. in existence right you know, where, t- where the where the you you use all five of your senses to isolate different aspects of your specific place in reality and that centerment will help like push away things that are non-necessary in your mind and like Mm. realizing that I can close my eyes and hear the sound of my voice, but I can also hear the sound of cars in the road. I can hear a static found in the back of my voice in the back of the resonance of like audio waves moving from my voice through the cord back to my ears and like into my eardrums. And there's like this sort of fuzzy static, even though it's, it's like I'm hearing myself think, you know, but I can smell like bacon and salt and some water <laughs> and then like open my eyes and see different colors like that awareness mm-hmm. of the where you are in the present existence of time kind of helps you not forget the memories that are causing you enjoyment and harm in the past, but also sort of just resetting your mental state to being present and moving forward and not dwelling on 
past things that tend to hurt people and hurt mm-hmm. yourself or maybe you're sad about it's like right. finding your value and and uh you know teammate like response to the way your body's moving through space now yeah currently is something I think that's that just, is yeah. so good to, mm-hmm. to to focus on yeah it's mindfulness you know it's, yeah it's, mindfulness it's, is it's a mindfulness. Good, that's what it's, psychology you know, talks about it's, right yeah it's all about that realization and right. you know just right. you know moving through space and time and in the best way that you poss- possibly can and looking out for yourself, you know, yeah. yeah, just, you know, going through it's, it's a constant, and you'll make constant mistakes, t- constant meditative process. It's you'll just, make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, we all make yeah. mistakes. Let's wrap it up though. Nothing we do is, you know, it's never, yeah, it's never, it's not like we do it to hurt ourselves. Right. Right. We're just responding. And that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. And before we wrap it up, I want people home and you and everybody to think about like, there is a fundamental difference between reacting and responding to a event in your reality. So once you've defined your and accepted your existence in present time, like mm-hmm. while you live your life, we have opportunities every day to either react or respond to external stimulus or stimuli as the, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's yeah. external stimuli that allow us to either react or respond. And it's sure. not that like, you know, reactions are bad. It's just that responding to events around you is better than reacting because mm. taking into account, this important. is a yeah. term of definition. Yeah. This is just the definition of the word and how we think about how we live our lives. So it's like how I would describe a reaction would be you, you know, throw this glass at me. Like, mm-hmm. pick it up, throw it at me, and I'm like, oh, shit, and I dodge it. You know, like, I reacted to you throwing the glass at me. But then what I do next also is either going to be a reaction, which could be like, damn, he's pissed off at me. I'm going to throw my glass back at him. I'm going to react and do the same thing. Or a response could be, like, evaluating why you threw the glass at me and then realizing that maybe it's not a big deal. I didn't get hurt. The glass hit the wall. It broke. We'll clean it up later. And then I sit up and just say like, Hey, why did you throw a glass at me? Like that could, you could have hurt me. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're sitting there having to deal with the same reaction or response to Mm -hmm. what I've said to you. And we do it every day. It's how we have conversations your response is how you talk to people and it's also body language. And so it's like reactions are generally met with the non like I would refer to it as something that you don't consider all of the things and you react in a fight or flight mode. And I would say reaction is more like fight and uh, no, yeah, reaction is more responding. like fight and responding would be more like flight, but you're still acknowledging what happened. You're just responding to it with a with a clear Thought. mind. Right. You're not reacting immediately based on sensorial uh, you know, interpretation of mm-hmm. the five senses. You you allow those five senses to interpret then a meaning behind the thing that happened in reality and mm-hmm. then you allow yourself to respond and if you say something mean to me like say something mean to me 
you suck. Right. Okay. Exactly. So sometimes if so you say you suck to somebody, someone's going to feel like, oh, wow, he's right. I suck. <laughs> and they reacted to what they said. But if you're like, <laughs> okay. And you kind of have the mentality of like, okay, you think I suck, but I know I don't suck. You've now responded to the situation in a better way. Mm. And that I think that's a better way of living life. I think that I think that people need to yeah, 100%. to not react so instantly, you know. Right. And, but we're driven to do that with you yeah, know advertising and like mm-hmm. all of these social media apps that drive the idea of exploiting our ability to react and like all of these things and show you know immediate reaction to the things around us, but we're not really responding to the, the person that's in the mindset to say the things that they say on Twitter, to show the things that they do on TikTok, to post the photos that they post on Instagram. Like you might get 5,000 likes, but only 20 comments. And it's like Mm -hmm. 20 people have decided to respond to the beautiful image that you posted and 500 people reacted to it. And it's like, that's a big statement because, you know, it's a huge uh, difference in the way that a whole society is approaching the situation. Right. And and we just, it's so easy. And that's what I was thinking too. Like, I mean, the society in general is very reactionary. I mean, a lot of the things Mm. that, I mean, it's, it's impulse, it's impulsory, impulsionary. It's, it's driven by impulse, right? Right. A lot of things are driven by impulse in this world. I mean, a lot of the social media algorithms are driven by impulse. Yeah. And, um, that's why a lot of, a lot of, yeah, like, but I, yeah, I can, I mean, I completely agree with what you were saying before about, uh, just being mindful about a situation at hand or just literally day to day, you know, going yeah. through like normal things, even, you know, response yeah. over reaction is always good. Mm-hmm. It's always best, you know, be, you know, being able to come into a situation Assess. or, you know, being able to respond effectively and be responsible mm-hmm. for your actions right. that you take, you know, right. to be able to look back on what right. you've done in life and be able to be proud of it and be able right. to say, I made the best decisions that I possibly could in those times. Right. And that's I'm okay with that. That's right. A really like good, you, you don't, yeah. right. Like you, you just kind of awoke something in me to think about mm-hmm. because it's like the people that are truly responsible in life that you look at and you're like, that's a responsible person. Mm-hmm. They're the people that react to the things around them and make good decisions. They make decisions that are consciously aware and like, mm-hmm. you know, they don't allow their thoughts to stray and, 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 and to succumb to compulsionary react, like, reactions right it's and that's you know like Mm -hmm. it all ties together in that Mm -hmm. mindset and it's it's like duh you know (laughs) you're like fuck duh like it's 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 stuff it's stuff that we all have to constantly consistently work on through life man it's 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 man that's these are the big things that you know that are good to bring up right and are good to constantly constantly self-review all right you know 
but right, let's, so let's uh, wrap it up. Let's, let's, let's wrap, wrap it up. up. Let me go. Up. Let me go. One more each, okay? <coughs> All right, one more All right, each. One, one more each. I'll skip to a good one. Take it. And we'll keep it quick. Quick, yeah, like yeah. one minute. Jake, you have. Answers. Jake, you have three seconds to say the exact number of people in the room. Uh, Paul, <laughs> oh, shit, that was easy. Okay, next. One. Nice. Back. Paul, act like a turtle for five seconds or take a penalty. Oh. And once you start acting like a turtle, I will start counting. So I'm waiting. Oh, oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. One. I'm acting like a turtle. Oh, what okay, you okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me when. Okay. I'm back. I was just. All right. No, no. Go ahead. Tell me when. All right. That's. Tell me when. Go. 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 You have five seconds. All right. Go. All right. One. What? Two. Three. Three and a half. Four. I'm sticking my tongue out. Acting like four, a turtle. Four. Do, t- do turtles stick their tongues out? I think they oh, do. Okay. All right. Your turn. All right. Let's wrap it up. We got a bit of each. Out or something. <laughs> All right. Uh, JK, if your feet are smaller than Paul's, take a penalty. Oh, well, they're not. Well, they're not. They're so. not. So. All right. All right. Boom. <laughs> wrapped it up. Oh, Perfect. Wrapped it up. We're wrapping it up. <laughs> wrapping like it up on a high note. <laughs> like a Kit Kat. High note. All right. Left, right, Twix. Peace you know, out, brother. Peace. Banana pie. <laughs> we're gonna go have some chocolate cake with chocolate uh, cake almonds. let's go no pecans i always say almonds they're pecans pecans are fire all right peace out all right live love